Welcome to the second installment of Car World with Jax. Today we'll be talking about the aging Nissan Frontier, and we will discuss how this pickup truck has gone virtually unchanged since 2004. We will also talk about how there is a rumor of Nissan updating the Frontier for the 2021 model year, as well as how Fiat is going to kill their most popular model, the Fiat 500. So this makes us wonder, is Fiat going to leave the United States market? And are they actually going to bring it back in 2021 like it was rumored? Today we are also going to discuss the mid-engine Corvette and we're going to see if it's actually a real Corvette according to Corvette enthusiasts. This, this Corvette is a, a mid-engine design which is a first for Corvettes and that is an exciting topic. Our first topic of discussion is the aging Nissan Frontier. This is a truck that has not been remodeled since the 2005 model year, making it almost 15 to 20 years old due to the 2009 being the last redesign. Um, this is, truck has been argued to be a success story as it has been one of the top sellers in the top three of its segment, even though it is the most outdated. People are looking for People love this truck because of its tried and true design and reliable engine and transmission. This is why this truck has made a name for itself in the United States as well as other countries. But mainly people are looking forward to it being redesigned in 2021. This truck has an outdated infotainment system as well as an outdated look. It has four-wheel drive but only a four-speed transmission being the lowest entry level price in this segment you can see why it may succeed also along with its tried and true design as i just mentioned um, it doesn't have many modern safety or driver assist or connectivity technology and the people who are driving a tried and true truck these geezers aren't gonna buy the newest the latest and the greatest so nissan has to realize who their customers are while also making the car modern and safe. So the next model will have to be safe, modern, but also not too techy to where the traditional truck buyers will not give it a second look. Now I am bringing commentary from Max, and this is our first Max and Jack's discussion. Uh, Max, what do you think of the aged Nissan Frontier? The, the aged Nissan Frontier, I mean, you can clearly tell that it's a truck that hasn't been de designed since the mid-early uh, 2000s. I mean, it's a truck that still has the kind of blocky headlight shape, and the, the entire truck just doesn't have the sleek design that a lot of new ones do tend to have. So you can tell just by looking at it from the outside that it's a, it's a bit older of a vehicle design. Functional, but just a bit older. I think people will definitely be looking for a truck that uh, has a new design and can live up to the performance standards of the new ones as well. So why do you think people have continued to buy this aging vehicle throughout the years? Do you think it has to do with the low entry price, the reliability um, factors, or is it just Nissan brand loyalty, or what do you think it is versus what I just have mentioned previously really the perception that i have of truck drivers is they want something that's powerful and that can get the job done and um so you're saying that it's one of its best in class uh towing ratings is one of the reasons people have bought it even though it does not have modern amenities like leather seats and 
Bluetooth. Well, it has Bluetooth, but it doesn't have the large infotainment screen. It has a screen the size of about an iPhone 4S. I think that's definitely the reason. I don't think people that are looking for a truck are looking for a Mercedes-Benz. They're looking for something that's tough and that can uh, have a lot of power behind it. And uh, I, I think the reliability of the Nissan uh, Frontier. The Nissan Frontier is definitely one of the things that makes it so uh, such a, a viable truck even to this day. Automaker Fiat has decided to pull out of the microcar segment and get rid of their most well-known model, the 500 and the 500E in North America. It also looks like they are going to also quit selling them in Europe, which is their biggest market. With this, there is going to be an absence of microcars as everyone is switching to SUVs, as we have referenced previously. This doesn't come to a big shock to many, as Fiat is also not known for their quality vehicles. But they're going to shift to making more of crossover SUV-type vehicles. And as they're merging with Peugeot, we are bound to see a lot of changes in the FCA climate, which is Fiat Chrysler America, for those who do not know. Um, and they're going to focus on a higher volume higher margin segment according to their CEO Mike Manley. Um, it is very interesting to see this shift because Fiat's intention of coming to the United States in 2012 was to offer small cars and city cars to Americans. But they obviously saw this shift as gas has become less expensive and more people have shifted to larger vehicles. Uh, there's a rumor that in 2021 we will get a new version of the 500 as an electric car to compete with smaller electric car offerings such as the Chevy Bolt. This would be very beneficial, especially with the Peugeot Major. Um, um, merger is what I meant to say. The Peugeot Merger is going to be a 50-50% merger. And, this, this, and they have a lot of battery technology that Fiat Chrysler cannot afford. Fiat Chrysler does not have very economical vehicles right now. Most of their vehicles are outdated or larger vehicles, so they need to have some more gas-efficient and electric vehicles in order to m meet current EPA standards. There is current EPA standards which all automakers must achieve, except low-volume automakers, in order to get the right gas mileage numbers. This is very important. And it's definitely beneficial to Fiat Chrysler not being built out again and becoming a successful, well-established auto, auto, auto manufacturer. Um, as you look at the, the Dodge lineup, you see they have the Durango, the Journey, the Challenger, and the Charger, and also the Grand Caravan. All these models date back to at least 2012. And when they're looking for these vehicles, the only way they can get them in is customers in is with extremely low lease payments you want to actually have a perception of being high quality instead of a perception of you know being the lowest option um that that low cost option only works for mitsubishi right now as they are a growing manufacturer in the united states the fastest growing automaker in the united states in fact but that's not really the type of reputation you want from an established brand. 
This is very unfortunate. And Due to the strike consisting of over 40,000 workers, the Corvette has been delayed till February. This is making car enthusiasts very upset, especially those who have already ordered their car Corvette. So we are urging GM to figure out a way to fix this because this is stopping production throughout the United States at many GM factories and this is causing a dealer shortage which is very unfortunate and will actually impact Chevy's final year sales. And we will we are looking to see what will happen of this, and it's just going to be crazy to see what comes out in the news coming. The biggest debate surrounding this Corvette is that it's actually mid-engine. This is the f first mid-engine Corvette that we are seeing. This means that the engine is in the back instead of the front, which gives it closer to a 50-50 weight distribution. Although this is going to increase handling, stability, and overall control of the vehicle, um, normal Corvette enthusiasts are not happy. They believe a Corvette should always be front-engine because they have been since the original model. But, it's sad to say, we times are changing and that these young enthusiasts, they want a car that is stable both on a straight line and in the track which is very important to the modern day enthusiast driver. In the past, every day, every dr driver's car would be for these old grandpa types who would only want a straight line car. And Chevy's actually being really smart and looking at what the competition is doing. Chevy, of all people, Chevy is known to just kind of just build okay-ish cars and this is very impressive for them it doesn't have the cheap materials of a normal chevy and it just looks nice and many argue that it looks childish but look at chevy's previous corvettes we haven't had a good looking corvette since the early 90s which is very unfortunate that's just my opinion though some people think the new ones are good looking but to me they look very tacky with all the chrome and the over-designed aspects. This car just flows, and it looks like it means business. And that's what I think they need to compete with these serious competitors. They're also undercutting the price of their big competitors like the NSX, the GTR, and the 911. And this car has comparable specs at about half the price. So I believe it will be a sales hit. Thank you for tuning in to the latest installment of Car World with Jax, and I appreciate you listening. We have a lot of exciting topics to talk about in the future, and I can't wait to have you.